Yeah? Yeah, not garbage, but almost garbage. Uh, uh, hole, actually. Hole. H-O-L-E. Mm, the place hole. where you put the garbage. <laughs> so close. Yet yeah, so far. The 90s, they were uh, very creative with their naming of the bands. I love it. See, but that's why all the people that grew up in the 90s just went out and got jobs, because nobody thought they were something. We called ourselves garbage. Hole. Rat. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're Smashing Pumpkins. They're no good. Smashing Pumpkins, a little creative. I'll give it to Billy on that one. I'm a fan of Billy. What was his one after that, though? He's... Swan. <laughs> well, he's still... Smashing Pumpkins back on tour, I believe. They're... Back to doing the old classics. I recall there was a hot minute there where he declared famously he was no longer doing the classic pumpkins. Uh, and he was only doing new stuff, man. And then nobody went to go see his shows. Yeah, that's when the, I was to say, that's when the fans <laughs> declared they would not buy tickets. And everyone said, we're going to go see uh, Blink-182 play the classics. Where's and, John Mayer? <laughs> hey Callback. Callback. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go see the Pumpkins, dude, especially if they're going to do, uh, what was that, Butterfly Wings album? Bullet with Butterfly Wings, Butterfly. classic. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I would go see the Pumpkins. They rock, dude. Billy Corgan's got it still. Uh, he's still a weirdo, I imagine. Oh, see, we've talked about it before. Great move, Billy. You shaved your head in the fucking 90s, so <laughs> he went nobody bald. even knows if you went That's bald. Right, dude. Presumably, he was already going bald, and he just fully embraced it. So, one of the original men to, uh, you know, embrace the bald man. I love you're my hero, dude. And now you still look the same. That's a genius move. Like me, I'm gonna look as old as I look now for about thirty more years. Uh very smart. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, good move. All the young fellas out there, get a jump on the ball and uh, just shave your head bald at like eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> just embrace it, you know? Just embrace the bald. Well, Billy uh, made a career out of looking the way he does, kind of like an alien. You know, he's also doesn't strike me as a guy who tans very well. So uh, I See, think... you always, you always talk about your, uh, your uh, Harry Styles conspiracy? Yes. Who's that actor from that heroin movie? Like... <laughs> If you told me that was the Smashing Pumpkins guy with with a wig, I'd be like, dude, not too for sure. sure. Not too sure who you're uh, suggesting there. But you know I'll, the heroin movie where they got to cut off his arm at the end and then his maybe. girlfriend's doing the sex show? Yeah, it's been a Requiem long time. for a dream? Yeah, I never really, uh, I don't know if I saw that whole movie or not. Yeah. Might be one of those I fell asleep on. I, uh, it, was one of, it was one of those movies you were like supposed to really like for some reason. Yes, uh, it was up there with Boondock Saints. Everybody loved Boondock Saints as if it was the greatest film ever created. Uh, I thought Boondock, yeah. Boondock it, was, you know, it was all right. It was entertaining. It was a good action flick. I just didn't understand I, I got, the obsession. I got, one, I got one thing to say about Boondock Saints I think sums it up. <laughs> Willem Dafoe did a great job. Yes, thank you. You could, yes. So <laughs> It was all Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Which says a lot about the movie. That's right, man. He plays the cop, right? Isn't that what he is in the? Yeah, he's the gay cop that makes fun of gays. Yes, and, like... and he. I was kind of thinking how his role in that is similar to uh, what is it? American Psycho. Isn't he also the cop in American Psycho? I'm pretty sure. Which one's American Psycho? 
That's with uh, that's the Bateman. That's um, what's his name? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah, they're obsessed with the business cards. He's murdered. Remember, he's. Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? You know, that's uh, and then he murders the guy. Murders a bunch yeah. of people. You never saw American Psycho. You know, that was one that I could never watch all the way. I always fell asleep. So boring. See, there's just uh, a lot of these movies from that era where it seemed like people were obsessed with them, and I was just like, yeah, that was all right, and I just kind of shelved it afterwards. You know, like, that was it. I'm not going to go back to that. I guess Hollywood never changed. That's what we were complaining about today, but these were all movies that you were just supposed to love, but, like, nobody you knew really liked them. Yeah, maybe Hollywood has just been turning out total trash nonstop for decades, and we've just been blindsided by the occasional hit, like Jurassic Park or anything with Bruce Willis in the 90s. You know what I watched yesterday? (laughs) What's that? Bull Durham. Fuck yeah, that's one of my all-time favorite movies, man. Hell yeah. Do you know when that that came out? 1987. Oh, yeah. Man, great, great fucking movie. All I could think the whole time is there's literally, there's no special effects. No, it's, a, it's, it's about baseball. Like, they really didn't go many places. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, they didn't even have to pay for the big stadiums. They literally just filmed this in, like, three different minor league yeah, man. Yeah. fields. You know? And they had Kevin Costner, who at the time was just like, you know, he, was, he wasn't the biggest guy at the time. I think he was hitting his stride, uh, Field of Dreams, around that time frame. I think he was on the up uh, at that. Yeah, I think was, Field of Dreams was after. Maybe, yeah. He was, it was in the upswing. Part of his upswing, if you will. Yeah. And oh, then, <laughs> great movie, dude. And I love What's his Bill name? Uh, Tim, Tim Robbins. Robbins, man. Classic Tim oh, Robbins. So funny, dude. It's also got one of my favorite actors. He was kind of one of those guys who appeared in every movie. He's the reporter in the original Batman with Michael Keaton. He plays one of the assistant coaches in Bull Durham. Uh, absolutely hilarious. I can't think of the fellas. I know exactly about. who yes. you're talking you know about. I'm I can't talking think about. of his name. He's, yeah. in- He's the fun- one of the yeah. funniest guys <laughs> in the movie, dude. When he goes out when they're doing the huddle on the mound, and he absolutely. goes out there. Yeah. The best part about the movie... <laughs> Because what's going on here? Well, he's not breathing out of his eyelids. He needs a fucking rooster to slaughter. And we don't know what to get him for their wedding. Dude. And he just goes, well, maybe we could get him some uh, some candlesticks. And uh... <laughs> Exactly. Absolutely, man. Fucking classic. Dude. So good, dude. It's like, we'll look at the registration after the game. Come on, let's go, guys. Dude, My, that is... The best part of that movie is when uh, the coach goes in to scare the young guys in the shower, you know, and he... Tells him it's a simple game, you know, you throw the ball, you hit the ball. What Just absolute classic scene after classic scene. What a great movie. Uh, Mike, you are right in the money, dude. No CGI, no big backdrops, no need for a green screen. They just went out and filmed a fucking movie with some good actors, dude. And speaking... Dude, billion dollar budget? <laughs> yeah. That budget was like a quarter of a mil. And speaking of billion dollar budgets and great acting... uh. I'm sad to, uh, you know, announce the breaking news over the weekend. The brilliant, genius actor Jonathan Majors, who apparently is the only reason Ant-Man was able to be a movie, uh, apparently got arrested this weekend for assault on a woman. Um, He was bailed out right after, but um, I saw some things released this morning, man, from a couple fellas who directed this young guy. And apparently they said that he's, quote, a sociopath and an abuser (laughs) 
and that they're glad that the world has finally caught up with the truth about Jonathan Majors. Wow. I thought yeah. he was brilliant. Oh, he's a genius. What do you mean, dude? <laughs> Didn't he win an Oscar or something? Brilliant genius. No, he's been quiet the last few months. And, uh, you know, Ant-Man was a huge bust. Uh, everybody claimed it, it, you know, it was riding on his shoulders. You know, not the character Ant-Man, who apparently, you know what I mean? <laughs> Who's supposed to be the star of the movie? No, no, no. You know, the genius brilliance of Jonathan Majors. Uh, I'm just, this is terrible i think you know any kind of abuse or violence like you know whatever they're accusing this guy of is horrible it's alleged Uh, but to be fair the woman did decide to hook up with the villain (laughs) that's right i just can't i was flabbergasted by the adoration and obsession with this man over his performance in ant-man and uh he was in the new apollo creed movie Oh, Creed. I thought he was in the Wakanda movie. No, man. He never made it to the Wakanda world. And so uh, he's apparently a genius, brilliant actor. He was brought out everywhere. I saw the words brilliant and genius everywhere describing well, this trying guy. to replace Kanye. What I couldn't figure out is, you know, the last genius acting job I've seen or, you know, a brilliant you know, performance I thought was uh, Daniel Day-Lewis as Lincoln. I thought that was brilliant. I didn't see that one. That was genius, dude. How he portrayed Lincoln, I would have never thought that. You know, everybody else has always portrayed Lincoln as kind of a commanding, you know, deep vocal kind of fella. And he went the route that was more historically apparently accurate and played him kind of, you know, with like a feeble kind of voice, actually. And it was a very, it was a brilliant performance. It was genius, actually. No, no, no. Not what about Top Gun Maverick? <laughs> not, t- <laughs> not him. No, not Daniel Day-Lewis. Not a genius. Not a brilliant actor. I mean, what we were just talking about, there will be blood. There is like 40-minute segments Greatest. where Daniel Day-Lewis doesn't even speak. The acting is brilliant, uh, man. No, that is the greatest thing. I think that is the greatest um, like theater acting on movie. Does that make sense? Sure. Movie, it's like, just he just like acted. Because you could go to like, yeah, he like <laughs> took the stage. I don't know. Anyways, like, you ever been to a really good play where there's a really yes. good actor? It's like, man, that is. He it, can make you just believe that this is real, even though you're looking at a stage. You know, there's a a bunch of actors through time where we could use those phrases, but it, you would be hard pressed to find critics and, and you know whatever. I'm gonna go out of limb here and say none of them are ever gonna be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> Well, here's the thing about this dude, Jonathan Majors. He's playing Kang, who in the comics literally is um, multiple people throughout multiple universes. And for some reason, because they're fucking woke, I can only imagine, they thought, well, we'll have this black dude play a million different versions of a black dude. Well, now mm. you have an opportunity here. And I'm Mike, you're going to love this. This is my idea here, all right? You got to get rid of Jonathan Majors. He's an abuser and a sociopath. Fine. All right, but you've already established that he's one of these characters of this guy who's a multi, uh, you know, dimensional guy uh, character. So you could have different iterations of him. Like bring in an Asian version, bring in a uh, white guy, then bring mm. in dude. You could even appease the woke, and you could bring in 
Elliot Page as a variant of this character. Oh, wow. She's definitely looking for... Asexual. He's, he's definitely bold, looking you know for a I'm, job. Do you see what I'm saying, man? Like, yeah. you, you guys could get a whole... Bring in Robert De Niro, man. Denzel Washington. Yeah. You know, like, bring in, who the, bring in a whole bunch oh, of different Denzel. people to play this character so you could replace him with a multitude of multi-universal people. Right? It's genius. Yeah. Come on. You finally have the opportunity. You have the chance here. And then we could just drop the whole, well, we're going to replace everybody with black people. Sorry, but that's just the way it is. Because if, yeah. take a look at some of the commercials now. Now it's, they went over the top now, man. You can't, they don't even have white lesbians anymore. They're gone. They've gone the <laughs> way of the white dude. <laughs> well, that's because they're all turfs. That's right. Dude. And by the they way, don't believe in, they don't believe in trannies. I got to say, Mike, you said something kind of genius in our last episode. I was floored by it, and it kind of got swept under the rug. But we were talking about how everyone's got their days and months. And you said that uh, the, the most celebrated person, essentially, is the black lesbian woman. Oh, if you're a gay black woman? Yeah. <laughs> you have. Well, actually, no. If you're, if you're a black man who has turned into a gay black woman, you're the most celebrated. You're, you're being celebrated for half the year. It's absolutely yeah, it. It's true. literally your day every day. Six months of celebration of you. <laughs> Yeah. That's, oh, that we gotta is... celebrate your history we gotta <laughs> celebrate your future we gotta celebrate your present I, all I can imagine is working with somebody like that and each month they're coming in celebrating the next thing <laughs> that's about them uh, could you it's imagine like... them at the end of every month turning the calendar like oh <laughs> black history month's over oh my god it's women's month <laughs> get my what bitch now I gotta buy another cake god damn it you know <laughs> You nailed that one, man. I got to tell you, it took me a few days to let that register and simmer, <laughs> but I I thoroughly enjoyed that Most people uh, who know me will tell you I take a few days to register. <laughs> but, but I'm that, overwhelming. That is a lot of celebration for oneself. If you, if you are in that category, if you fit that, that group right there, man, you, you know, you How do you have time <laughs> to celebrate anybody else? <laughs> you don't. You're just the best. <laughs> So much, so much celebration. So, uh, well, um, sayonara, genius, brilliant actor, Jonathan Majors. You shall be not missed mm-hmm. by any uh, means. If and- I've learned anything over the past three years, Mr. Majors, um, I would turn into a woman real quick. Then <laughs> they can't right. go after you. And- you can actually, you can actually even kill somebody before you do. Real quick, you got like two weeks. You know? <laughs> well, speaking of all of the uh, the woke nonsense and. Uh, now, Republicans, you know, they're in control of the House. Uh, they're going, I guess you could say, nuclear on woke. Uh, I guess they had some sort of parental, it was like a parental teacher's rights bill. Did you catch this going on uh, early or later yeah. this week? Uh, they signed it. They went all in on it. And essentially, it was, um, you know, it, it kind of has to do with, indoctrinating the LGBTQ sandwich community stuff into the <laughs> school system and basically setting up parameters to where the teachers and the parents are kind of on the same page with what's being talked about in the classroom. Most, most parents, I think, would agree with this kind of stuff. Uh, most parents aren't, though, uh, AOC. Thank you, uh, Mr. Chair. I think what we're seeing here today is the Republicans' attempt, Republican Party's attempt to take 
some of the most heinous legislation that we are seeing passed on the state level to attack our trans and LGBT, as well as people from marginalized communities, right to exist in school. Like, why do you have to include Flowery them? language of quote unquote parental <laughs> rights right there, and freedom. <clears throat> I didn't tell you to not tell my kids that this other kid is black. I told you that Michael cannot become Michelle. In first grade. <laughs> right? So don't just throw in other margin in every other marginalized community. No, no, bitch. No. You can still read uh the kite runner, right? Yes. But you can't read about the two f that decided to become chicks. <laughs> you know? Absolutely, dude. I think the maid you, you nailed it with the Michelle and Michael, uh we want the kids reading Franklin the Turtle, not Franklin becomes Francine the Turtle. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> There's a difference here. There's a huge fucking difference. <laughs> Franklin the Turtle became a hippopotamus through <laughs> lots of surgeries. Yeah. Franklin the Turtle's adventures of having a vagina. All right, the, the kids don't need to know about this shit. I'm an adult, I still don't really fully understand it. How do you expect adults to explain this shit to kids? I know, man. Kids, if there's one thing I can tell you, adults are stupid. I thought at some point I would be like, man, you know, you're going to be smarter when you're an adult. Like, no, you get dumber. You literally get dumber because you just stop caring about shit. Like, you know? Yeah, you get this tunnel vision and, um, you, you know, you centralize your information stream and you become a little bit less open to uh, other ideas and then you become bigots <laughs> like us and you're anti-teaching this kind of crap to kids, I guess. <laughs> Seriously. She's pissed, Mike. She's going to throw around some serious words here. Hides the sinister fact of this legislative text. If you notice in these arguments, they are not really discussing what is actually in this legislation. It includes two provisions that require schools to out trans, non-binary, and LGBT youth, even if it would put said youth in harm's way. Oh One of the highest God. rates of youth homelessness <laughs> is in, in the LGBT community. From parents who want to kick their children out in, in households that may be unstable or abusive. For so many children of abuse, school is their only safe place to be. But before they claim that this is not about banning books and not about harming the LGBT community, let's just look at the impacts of similar Republican legislation that has already passed on the state level. Look at these books that have already been banned due to Republican measures. <laughs> the Life of Rosa Parks. This apparently is too woke yeah! by the Republican Party. <laughs> Song of Solomon. <laughs> Is, is unacceptable to Republican politics. 40% He's got to bring in race somehow, see, to make it stick. I, that's what I mean. Why are you... ...are significantly right. addressing and specifically addressing LGBT issues. 
to say and talk about government reach and freedom. This is a legis this is a bill, this Republican bill is asking the government to force the outing of LGBT people before they are ready. And what? talking about the rights of parents in this gallery today, the National Parents Union is here saying don't do this. I have a letter that I'd like to submit where they are asking the Republican Party to keep culture wars out of classrooms. Our children need urgent and aggressive educational solutions. The American Library Association coming out against this Republican proposal. When we talk about progressive values, I can say what my progressive value is, and that is freedom over fascism. Thank oh, you very time is expired. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, freedom oh, over oh. fascism. But did you get vaccinated? That's right. Did you show your card before you entered your uh, Congress there, lady? Fucking so stupid. Fascist. She's so ignorant. She's retarded, man. That's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a fucking representative. I'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> Like, and this is coming from a guy with Lauren Boebert coming out of his state, all right? I'd be embarrassed to have AOC as a rep. Well, you got Polis running it. Yeah, I don't like to talk about Polis, all right? Yeah, nobody does. <laughs> fucking guy. Yeah, that's unbelievable, man. What, what do you, AOCHE, what do you gain out of talk? First of all, if you're a kid, if you're a, if you're a little boy or girl who's walking around your school as the opposite sex, that's definitely something that the parents should know about. Yeah, her argument and the main argument for this entire movement is starting to fade on a lot of people because the world is in the fucking toilet and you guys are obsessed over like less than 1% of the population. And I think yeah. people are waking up to the fact that if it wasn't for social media or TikTok or YouTube that their kids would probably be pretty straight. Your daughter thinks she's a she's a boy. Yeah, did did you know the banks are collapsing? <laughs> we're we're literally on the precipice yeah. of World War Three, man. This is a problem that only exists in a society where you can afford plastic surgery and hormone treatments to appease your mental illness. In most countries, they can't. So you're not a boy; you're a girl. Or Th this is literally born. what gets me about it. Is number one. This doesn't seem like an issue that's affecting a lot of people. And number two, how many people can genuinely afford this kind of action? Who, like, who, are well, I'm going to put this on the shelf with celiac disease, where it only it seems to only be affecting rich Western nations. Yes, rich like, white people. If you go to Africa, they have no problem with gluten, and they also don't have transgender problems in their schools. <laughs> I don't know how they were able to avoid both of those. But it's start it's starting to seem like these are I don't know. <laughs> oh man, we'll have to chalk it up to the vaccine, I guess. That's kind of what <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean they still have malaria. Right. But no celiac <laughs> disease or No tranny uh movements, no issues getting trans centered education or outreach. Uh it just again I'm going to circle back to the abortion topic. I don't understand the fringe or the mainstream obsession with the fringe topic because abortion, transitioning, not procedures that a lot of people are undertaking on a daily basis. Yeah, it doesn't really affect a lot of people. I don't think a huge percentage of the population 
is on on the daily concerned about their access to transitioning their gender or aborting a fetus. Yeah. It's just not a fucking thing going on for a lot of people. I, I love it because Joe Biden always says uh these are these are uh dinner table issues. Yeah, that's right. These are things we were talking about. You know, hey Joey, gas is <laughs> gas is up. Can't can't afford the the whatever. Dude, the guy's so stupid. So enjoy. <laughs> I love that. It is funny, though, because I always think about the breakfast table issues. That's right. Like Sunday morning breakfast. What are these guys? You know, you got five, six grown men who are all about to retire or retired. They get together. What are they talking about? You know? And it's like the price of food. Yeah, man. They They don't really give a fuck about, like, the tranny thing. They don't want their grandkids being taught this shit. That's right. But, but but at the same time, their number one priority is the economy. There's an element of suggestibility, and the second you start bringing these topics to the attention of young people who are malleable and easily influenced just by the suggestion uh, suggestion of the idea, that right there is why parents don't want you talking about this shit with the kids. Yeah. And, you know, I think most parents want their kids talking to them about personal issues, not their parents. You want the teacher, or not the teacher, you know what I'm saying? You don't want the kid going to the teacher to talk about sexual stuff. Period. I'm sending you you to school to teach them facts. Yes. Like, anything beyond that, you know? When did the teacher become this, like, personal guidance counselor for sexual you know, I know promiscuity. So like you were, supp- I mean, I was raised in thinking you never talk to your teacher about sex, like your sexual preference. I don't know what gives them like what gives them the power. Yeah, who the fuck are you to talk about this shit with my kid? Yeah, yeah, and not tell me about it. Right, they used to be the job of the teacher to be like, "Hey, look, uh, your kid seems a little confused. Maybe you want to talk yeah. to him." <laughs> It's got some problems, I think. Yeah. Well, for one, we saw him using the women's bathroom. Uh, <laughs> look, we're not against it to each his own, but you might want to talk to him. It's really that simple. I don't think it's much more complicated than that. <laughs> like, I don't want the teacher to pull my kid aside and be like, I noticed you're using the ladies' room. Let me show you how I touch hey, it. Li- hey, listen, you gotta go in the, I don't want that. I don't want that. But yeah, you're right. I don't also want. Hey, man. Hey, 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 Brian, you're using the wrong tape to tuck your dick. Let me, show you. <laughs> let me see. Uh, let me show you how I slide it in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, can we, can we, get, can we get somewhere in between? <laughs> A little middle ground on this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, the bathroom situation has gotten very weird at the public schools, man. Has it really? I know you are... Well, that's funny. You work on the bathrooms, so you have probably the most intimate relationship with these facilities. Yeah, so like, I, I get to see the procedures because, you know, I got, I don't, it's really weird. Did they... Just... Like, in, like in our day, <laughs> in our day, the staff used the bathroom. That's right, man. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, you'd be in there hanging out with your buddies, and the teacher would come in, and everybody would leave. And he would just go use the bathroom, you know? like For sure. It was kind of good because they're keeping an eye on you, you know what I mean? It's almost like, I don't know. But now, 
no adults are allowed in the bathroom. Wow. Well, because you can have any gender in each bathroom. So if you right. let the adults in that scenario, you got some problems real fast. They're very worried about, like, yeah, the sexual assault and the... 100%, man. I don't want that dude who thinks he's a chick hanging out with either my son or my daughter in either bathroom. Oh, dude, and I've had it where, like, dude, I, like literally, <laughs> I had it where, like, the little kids are the worst because they'll sneak in behind you, you know, like, while you're working. That's right, man. And the one kid just comes up. He's like, mister, I can't, I can't zip up my pants. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, no, no, I didn't even know you were in here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it's like, I got to get the fuck. I can just get the fuck out. I don't, you know what I mean? Get the fuck out of there. Tell the teacher to go in there. But even the teachers wait outside unless they have to. It's really weird. And it's part so of the problem bizarre. is, yeah, you could be a, a male in that male bathroom and a chick walks in. I just there's a lot of combinations that I think uh, would make most parents uneasy, given uh, any, either scenario, and so probably it's best these days to have the the parents or the adults use their own adult bathrooms, um, especially it's because I guess more so than the kids, right? Isn't it the adults now that are swapping sides and putting on the dress well, and. You know, you know that too. Yeah, you have like weird dude teachers. Sometimes these teachers, I don't know what they are. <laughs> that's yeah, that's funny, rough, you know? man. It's so yeah, it's confusing for the kids, confusing for the adults. Everybody's confused now. That's the problem. Maybe that was the point. That's why I think this whole woke movement was some sort of psychological warfare put upon us by the Chinese and Russians combined. Great way to stage World War Three when none of us know even what bathroom to use. Did you, listen to Tim, did you listen to Tim Dillon's take on the TikTok? I did not. I'd love to uh, be enlightened on this one, man. He said it's a tit for tat, actually, because uh, they gave us TikTok, which turned our children trans. Okay. But we gave them McDonald's, Pizza Hut, KFC, so Wait. the Chinese are getting fat. Right. Good call. <laughs> we exported fatness and laziness. They exported yeah. uh, retardedness. Okay. That makes sense. Exactly. Wokeness. Wokeness is a cultural cancer. There is no doubt about it. And it's reached all depths of our society. It's infused in all entertainment. It's infused in our politics. I mean, we just heard AOC ranting like a fucking lunatic. And it's all based in woke nonsense. Like, she's, they should be discussing other better things. I can't believe she's been out of yeah. shape about uh, this stuff. What's crazy is <clears throat> woke has gotten so nuts and over the top that we need to be passing bills to challenge it now. That's really scary stuff. I don't know if like, you... They don't understand that that's not what the federal government was designed to do. They were not designed to take on these minor, tiny issues. You know, these should be state issues. I think what people need to wake up to is the fact that it's not just Ron DeSanctimonious now passing bills like this and trying to fight the woke movement. This is happening <laughs> Meatball Rob. Meatball Rob. <laughs> Meatball Did Rob. Call him Rob. Rob. Uh, he missed his name. He, he called him Meatball. He gave him the nickname Meatball Ron. Oh, but yeah. Then he like, even messed his name up and kept calling him Meatball Rob at the rally. Oh, Trump at his, oh, his last rally? <laughs> yeah. You talking about yeah. the Waco kid? I don't know if that's the one, but well, I don't. Well, no, his he had his first twenty twenty four rally at uh, in Waco, Texas, this weekend. Did he in Waco, Texas? Yeah, dude, on the thirtieth anniversary of when the feds like 
killed all those people. What a nut job, this guy. Uh, uh, and I don't I know. I gotta if- tell you, you know why <laughs> the biggest reason I, I won't vote for Trump again? Why? What's that, man? You didn't release the Kennedy files. Uh, mine is you allowed Fauci to stay in control. Yeah, but maybe if you released the Kennedy files, we would have known why you were forced to keep Fauci in control. <laughs> oh, yeah, good call. <laughs> uh, Waco Kid, I don't know if you're familiar with that reference. It's from Blazing Saddles. It is Gene Wilder's character. <laughs> Classic. Uh, so wouldn't, wouldn't be able to be made today, no doubt. Yeah, but that's my shooting hand. <laughs> that's right, man. <laughs> Little bastard shot me in the ass. <laughs> I love when they go into the quicksand and the guys are freaking out. They throw oh, the yeah. rope around the ca- the cart. They save the cart. It's more valuable, of course. Come on. <laughs> Dude, Don Cheadle at his best, man. I don't think that was Don Cheadle. I'll be totally honest. It's not with Don you. Cheadle. You know, I don't even think Don Cheadle was alive when this movie was made, dude. Oh, no, that had to be his dad or something. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I think that I might have to bleep out this whole section now. This might be the most racist thing you've uh, ever said. No, did <laughs> yeah. I just go racist on it? You went like 40? That had to be Don Cheadle. Dude, Don Cheadle's third, like 40 now. This was made in 1978. No. You're so far off base with the Don Cheadle, I can't even believe you used him. Like, I would have accepted Eddie Murphy before Don Cheadle, dude. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was made in 1974. Are you sure that wasn't him? Don Cheadle was like six years old in 1974. Oh, okay, maybe. I don't think you know who Don Cheadle is. We've gone through this before. <laughs> you you argued the ethnicity of Nikola Jokic uh, for an entire two hours. Until the yeah, very right. end, until the very end, when you finally looked up a picture and saw, oh, yeah, he's a gigantic Eastern European white dude. You're like, oh, but maybe he's not black. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely not black. I was wrong on that one. I think I might be right on the uh, Don Cheadle in Blazing Saddles. Uh, I'm wrong. I'm way off. Oh, I was hoping for you to find that. Yeah, yes, thank off. God you were able to look it up. I believe his name was Cleavon Little. Yeah, oh, I know I know exactly who he was. I, was just, yeah. I wanted you he, to have your own self reckoning, you know, moment of enlightenment. <laughs> well, yeah, that, and we're canceled. Thanks for listening, folks. It's been a good run. <laughs> We've been Kanye. <laughs> to, to be fair to me, this is no joke. Apparently, Don Cheadle and Robert Downey Jr. were supposed to do a remake. Of Blazing Saddles? Yeah. Because I'll, as soon as I'll I, give it I to I, you. I, I was literally about to like <laughs> jump the gun and be like, oh, I told you, because as soon as I typed it in, it came up, Don Cheadle, Blazing Saddles. Uh, all right. I, I'll give you um, I'll give you three quarters racist. How about that? It was a three quarters <laughs> racist I'll comment. It. I'll shave a quarter off. I'll take it. For ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter ignorance, three quarters ra- racist. <laughs> just because you can't prove I didn't know that beforehand. I just feel like you're associating every black actor with Don Cheadle at this point. Yeah. 
To be fair, I thought that one guy we talked about earlier was Don Cheadle. <laughs> Wait, you had another black actor that you used for everyone. Oh, Idris Elba. So you've dropped Idris Elba now, and you're <laughs> on to Don Cheadle. I like this. <laughs> he told me I got to stop using him. So well, he's in nothing. I, <laughs> I, found, out he, I found out he was French. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> it was, the Idris didn't throw you off there. No, I, it, I didn't know what it was. We'll, I'll, we'll roll with Don Cheadle for the next year. We'll see how that works yeah, out uh, with the fans. <laughs> so, uh... Oh, you know, I was thinking Don Cheadle, dude. That dude from Hotel Rwanda died. The black uh, <laughs> actor that... Oh, no, I think you're confusing another guy already, too. Oh, no. No, no, the guy that John Cheadle, Don Cheadle played. Oh, okay. Wow. I don't, that's a deep in, cut. In Hotel Rwanda. Okay, yeah, wow. I never saw Hotel Rwanda, I'll be honest with you. Oh, great movie. I'm sure it is, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, all right, well, Don Cheadle, not in Blazing Saddles, we've established that, (laughs) and uh, Waco Kid, played by (laughs) Gene Wilder, but also the, the current Waco Kid, or this weekend, at the very least, the one and only, the Don. Former President Trump is in Waco, Texas tonight with a major rally stirring up support ahead of the 2024 election. Mr. Trump and his fans defiant, even in the face of his possible indictment. Von Hilliard traveled with the former president aboard his private plane. Prosecutorial misconduct is their new tool, and they are willing to use it at levels never seen before in our country. Former President Donald Trump holding the first formal rally of his presidential campaign in Waco tonight as multiple federal and state prosecutors consider serious charges against him. In Manhattan, a grand jury could indict him as soon as Monday. It's a joke. Come on, really? Ahead of the rally, Trump (laughs) suggesting government... They're going to be interviewing uh, MAGA people throughout this. It's, you know, the the guys with the, uh, the American flag wife beaters. And the you know <laughs> the MAGA hat you know and waving the flags it's fantastic. Charges against him could lead to quote potential death and destruction, and called for the ousting of prosecutors, including Alvin Bragg, who is overseeing the investigation regarding that alleged hush money payment uh, to adult film star trouble. Stormy Daniels. The FBI and NYPD are now investigating a letter threatening to kill Bragg. It contained a white powdery substance that authorities say was not dangerous, but one of hundreds of threats in recent weeks against the DA. Supporters and... All right. Uh, I don't know if anyone caught the uh, other part of that whole story where, you know, he got the uh, envelope with the white powder. Uh, Yeah, apparently, I feel bad for the guy. He was just about to sink his teeth into a uh, recently purchased Subway tuna sandwich. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, he got this letter in the mail from some MAGA crazed white supremacist. <laughs> see what I'm going with there? See, see what I'm doing? See? Dude. Today, a juicy smoothie. Yeah, <laughs> I meant to tell you this the other day. I went to Subway <laughs> for lunch. Nice, man. Wow. Are you still? Are you on? Are you doing the show from the toilet live right now? Yeah, it still it still hurts. But uh, I got the uh, the chicken bacon ranch. You know. Wow. All right. Yeah. Wasn't bad. Uh, it's kind of in a rush, so I just stopped in. Anyways, dude, <laughs> the two dudes in front of me and the two people after me all got tuna. Wow, really? Apparently, it's a joke, but like a lot of people eat that fucking tuna. They proved in court it's not tuna. Oh, it's definitely not tuna. 
there's like no fish meat in it. I think it's just like shredded wood chips and mayo. No, no, there's some fish meat, but it's not a tuna fish. Oh, it's some it's sort like, of fish. Yeah, it's like tilapia or something. I don't know. Whatever the cheapest fish is. Tilapia, not bad. Okay. No, I don't think it's tilapia. It's probably it's like catfish. Really, probably catfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like those, those lion fish that are taking over the Caribbean. Oh, I'm not familiar with those, but all right, man. Yeah. So how was your subway experience? Did you uh, refresh to be fresh or what, man? Uh, funny thing about subway. When you're in the ghetto. Oh, no. No sun, no sun chips. No sun chips? It's only for white people? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's only the white neighborhoods you get the sun chips, dude. You go to a black neighborhood, no sun chips. But not only do they have the hot Cheetos, Ooh. they have like the hot uh, mix. Wow, like, yeah, man. It's like, you know what I'm talking about? Where yes. it's like the Cheetos are in there, but then there's also like the sun chip is in there, but it's like a hot sun chip. Everything's coated in the uh, flaming hot seasoning. Right. And it's yeah. like there's like a pretzel in there. I was thinking pretzel. Get a little Dorito action, so, I imagine. So you get a lot of, the, you get more spicy options, but no sun chips. And I notice it's the same thing when you go to like the gas stations or the 7 Eleven. You can't, you can't get sun chips. No sun <laughs> So the ghetto doesn't supply sun chips, huh? No. Eh, different different chips. Are but you'll chips... get brands in the ghetto that you won't get out in the in the suburbs. I mean, do people really like sun chips? If you're going for a chip, you're doing a chip, are you gonna get the sun chip really? Or are you gonna get the oh, Dorito or the Cheeto or you know? Oh, I go with the sun chips. Are you kidding me? Dorito I don't see I'm I don't like Dorito. I think it's too much flavor for me. What about like, like a Frito? Now, I am a sucker for the chili cheese Frito. Chili cheese Frito. There, that packs a lot of flavor right there, man. Or if they got the chili and the cheese machine, and you get the bag of Fritos, and then you pour the shit in there, put oh. some jalapenos. Oh. Fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that. I tell you what, I don't do a lot of chips, but I'll do the Fritos only when Emma makes this dip, and it's got the cream cheese, and uh, it's like a taco dip almost. But uh, with you know cheese and jalapenos, and uh, oh, like that seven layer dip. Oh, it's fucking great, man! And yeah. it's specifically designed. You get the uh, the Frito scoops, man, and then you mm. scoop up the dip. It's fantastic. Whoa. I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were making that kind of money out there, Frank. Hey, Frito we, scoops. Yeah, that's right. Hey, we're fancy folk out here, my man. No Damn. Doubt about it. All right, take it away, Waco kid. Saying they have Trump's <laughs> back Tangent. if he is arrested. Well, if they are the protesters, to peacefully protest. As he said on January 6th, peacefully peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Witness testimony before these grand juries, though, expanding. A federal judge ruling that Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, and seven other key aides must now go before a grand jury looking into January 6th. This weekend marks the 30th anniversary of the Waco Massacre, when federal agents took on the Branch Davidians in a deadly 51-day siege. You see how they're trying to tie in MAGA rally and feds having to, like, attack a fortress of, of you know, people? You know what I'm saying? They're trying to make... Uh, it's virtually the same thing, right? <laughs> Today's campaign event, a setting to play defense against possible prosecution, but offense against other Republican rivals. Recent polls show Trump maintaining a strong lead over Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Oh, I love Ron DeSantis. Absolutely love him. So, but I want him to stay in Florida for now. Vaughn Hilliard, NBC News, Waco, Texas. Yeah. Mm. They want that Trump, baby. 
They need him. Oh, God, they need him. You see uh, CNN's ratings were the lowest in 30 years. Oh, no, man. <laughs> in, in the, like, prime demographic, they hit, uh, it was like 60,000. Ooh, that is, bad. I don't even think that's the amount of TVs in airports anymore. Oh, no, you're hitting nobody. They're Nobody's <laughs> watching you. They're turning it off at the airports. That's bad news. I, you know, plus March Madness going on. That probably hit CNN pretty hard. Oh, you're down to Don Lemon and his mom. (laughs) I saw Jen Psaki has a uh, new show on MSNBC on Sunday mornings. Oh, no way. That's right, man. Uh, Yeah, Because MSNBC is totally not just a wing of the Democratic Party. (laughs) That's right. I love when mom and dad try to tell me that they're bipartisan on there. (laughs) MSNBC? Oh, I love to watch Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike. MSNBC, unlike Fox News, MSNBC (laughs) will tell you both sides. Right? They go hard on Biden when he's doing wrong. Oh, because nobody screams center like Joanne Reed, right? I know. It's so funny. It's so funny, yeah. (laughs) No, Mike, we like to look at both sides of the issue. You know, we watch CNN and then we watch MSNBC. Jen Pasaki Atumi, she is on MSNBC. I think she should spice up her show uh, by bringing on a co-anchor. And you know who oh I'm God, talking about. I know exactly. The dippity-doo? The deucey man, of course, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. I would, I would tune in every week for that show. Ooh, Frank, you'd be melting cameras the, left and right. The sexual yeah. tension, dude. I don't think we could handle the heat, man. Too hot. Too <laughs> hot. You'd see the table above her snatch just melting. <laughs> well, I think they have glass tables, so you would see a fog developing, right? <laughs> You see the fog forming above her crotch, and you just see steam coming out of his out of his dippity doo. You couldn't see that, man. You know how much money you'd spend on anti-fog wipes for the cameras. You just bring out a little Mexican guy, and he can come up there with a squeegee and just you know right across, get the glass nice clean. That would be a funny show, man. Those guys had some great uh, chemistry. They don't think enough about this stuff, man. Like, um, that's entertainment, baby. I'll tune in for that because you're not actually doing the news. No, and then, the, you know, eventually the ratings are going to say because it's going to lose this thing. And then you bring out the dad. Two deuces and then Pisaki. Oh, wow. It's like the inverse yeah. or the opposite of uh, the lemon between melons. Exactly. <laughs> Which... A Pisaki between two dews. <laughs> yeah, there's something we can, there's got to be something there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two dippity doos. The Deucey gentleman. I don't really like the older Deucey. I'm more of a fan of uh, Deucey number two. Yeah, Deucey if Deuce, really if you will. Either one. Yeah, but... I don't. Yeah, that's right. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I actually hate Fox News. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I think I hate every like Jesse Waters. I can't stand. Uh, we have a no tuck rule on this show. Um, we never do anything with the, Gu- the f- Gut- Gutfeld is great if you catch him on podcasts or like in like blog form, one on one interviews. He's pretty cool, but I hate his show. His show is interesting, though. I mean, it dominates late night television. It's pretty crazy that I think you could combine 
you know, all the Jimmies from the mainstream channels, and they don't even <laughs> match Gutfeld, dude. I th- I'm pretty sure he's pulling like two million a night or whatever. That's insane. That just shows you how bad late night television is. It's so one sided, man. Have you watched it at all? I do tune in I from know. time to time. It's it is unwatchable. Quite dude, it's so it's so bad that sometimes I'll like try to watch Jimmy Fallon. No, no, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel. They're all Jimmys, man. That's, no, that's what I'm trying to say. Is like I'm going to watch Jimmy Kimmel, and I'll like end up on Jimmy Fallon because you know in the when you go to the guide, all you see is late night with Jimmy. Right. And then yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Just click a Jimmy. And like I'll watch the wrong one for 30 minutes before I realize I'm watching the wrong one. That's how like interchangeable you people are. One's just fatter and hairier. That's all. It's a little older. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like the jokes are exactly the same. Well, Stephen Colbert's show is absolutely atrocious. Um, you know, he lost all credibility when he did the vaccine. I'll never forget that. That video is so shocking still to this day, having all those... Uh, or or the fact that they're still mopping up his sweat from when uh, Jon Stewart dared to mention it came from a lab. <laughs> that guy fucking... The front row, was their feet were in water. His fucking... He was sweating so much. Oh, Mike, you know, you can't talk bad about his employers, the people who write his check, man. That's Pfizer, baby. <laughs> you Brought to sweat. you by Pfizer. Uh, John, we have no audience. All of our money comes from Pfizer. <laughs> Do you think John Stewart did that as, like, I mean, we rag on his show and whatnot. I tr- I put it on that recently. Couldn't watch it. And I... I can't believe you found it. I did. I set up the Apple TV thing, uh, plus whatever. I, I scored the seven-day free trial. And um, I didn't even use it mm. to watch John Stewart. That was the whole reason I did it. And uh, I turned it off. I was like, I can't watch this. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> but he kind of got like cast away to the Shadowland, and you know he he seems to dabble in some things on his show, but still, you know, do you feel like maybe he went on to Colbert's thing and like that he pushed the limit a little bit, and they're like, "Well, you're out, man," because I don't think he's done the "I'm popping out of the desk" routine, and since then. I don't know. To be honest, I don't know what's going on with What's him. fucking weird is it's now accepted that it came out of the lab. Yeah, but he made the... And it shows you how much of a cult the left is. Because he made the fair, fatal error of saying I don't agree with you on this one issue. Yeah. Listen, yeah. listen I'm going to have my podcast. I'm going to hire this gay dude that nobody even knows if he's a guy or a girl. <laughs> this other chick who's the most unfunny comedian anybody's ever heard. But they're both black or... Something one's something from an island. I don't know if it's and, BIPOC. You know everyone's mean? happy. Yeah, man. And we're gonna. We're, I'm gonna follow all of your shit. But this one thing I don't agree with you on. And they were like, they cast him out. You have to toe the line the whole way. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, it's pretty bizarre stuff in my mind, but, um, you know, I think he's gone for good. We'll never uh, we'll never get a Jon Stewart-like character ever again. What I mean is, when Daily Show was in its prime, 
you know, he was kind of the only guy left in the main stream world, you know, kind of calling shit out. This is when Iraq war was going on. We just went over the 20th anniversary. Uh, Dude, he made fun of everybody. He really did. He called Remember? out. Yes, everybody. He did call out Obama on the airstrikes. Absolutely, man. And when it came to 9-11 stuff, he still fights for it. Uh, that That is both both sides of the aisle are to blame for the shit that went on prior to 9-11, during, and then the response after. Trump was different, though, man. Trump, I don't know. You know, I saw a clip um, the other day. It was an oldie from Trump calling in to, like, CNN or Fox News. I think CNN, because he was a Democrat back when uh, 9-11 went down. And he was discussing how, and it was in real time, but he was discussing how many people there and around him were talking about how, uh, you know, everyone was hearing bombs and explosions. And he says in the clip, you know, I've been doing real estate for you know, decades, I know everything there is to know about these high rises and buildings. He said, "There's no way that you fly a plane into one of these things, these things, and they just drop to the ground like that." He goes, "They there must have been explosive explosives involved with these uh, planes flying in." That's Trump, man. That's Trump, two thousand one. It's weird. Nine eleven. Yeah, that's a weird one. The way those buildings fell. It's never going to be... We got onto a little bit of a kick on the AI stuff and how probably when it comes to AI tech, what we're seeing now, the CIA's had for, you know, decades. Uh, And now you said something interesting a while back about television, how there's no way they allowed television to be a thing before they had full control over it, right? And so... You know, again, 9-11, man, so much weirdness behind that event. It's so surreal to watch unfold even today, even on what they allow online now. Uh, We must be at a point where we can kind of entertain the idea that 9-11 unfolded with some element of holographic CGI or deep fake technology (laughs) that was available at the time that we aren't aware of. No, they didn't even have to, but they don't have to. They did the same game as everything else. They just withheld all information, and uh, they classified everything, and then eventually people forget. That is a, a true statement. People do end up just forgetting instantly. Uh, it's like, we've all... Even the never forget <laughs> scenario. Yes, never forget. It was the and never forget, man. <laughs> 20 years later, man, nobody talks about it. No, did we even have like a big celebration this past year for it? I really, or uh, what was it, two, 2021, right? I don't think we did a big thing. They did, but it wasn't, you know. It it wasn't nearly as big as our anniversary for George Floyd, man. Oh, oh Frank, that was a modern day saint. <laughs> I got to tell you, Mike, uh, we were kind of riffing a while back on St. George Floyd. I was watching yesterday... The uh, March Madness, NCAA, they had a commercial, and it was a George Floyd commercial. No way. Yes, sir. It was brought- No way. Yes, and it was sponsored at the bottom. It was from the George Floyd Foundation. It was, oh, and it was with his daughter or wife or someone who was 
literally the whole commercial was commemorating him as a man and how wonderful he was and how he's still missed to this day. And it it was about George Floyd. God, that's terrible. Dude, he's been sainted, man. We've got George. It's crazy. This guy was a fucking, I was on fentanyl. It was a drug addict who was trying to buy stuff with fake money. And he was resisting arrest. (laughs) I mean, that's your hero. Uh, I can't believe the black community can't rise up. They Look at how great their not. heroes are. Dude, he's the hero, man. A commercial during March oh, he's, Madness. He's the, he's the king, and the queen is a girl who decided to hook up with a drug dealer and got shot by the police. Breonna Taylor. <laughs> That's say her name, right. Frank. So those are, your, those are your king and queen of the black communities. I wish I was making this up. And believe it or not, folks, I have found a new commercial to outrage me more than the obese lady doing yoga for Gatorade. <laughs> it's literally a commercial celebrating the life of George Floyd, telling us to donate money and to celebrate George Floyd and the George Floyd Foundation. I guarantee you the George Floyd Foundation is as corrupt as Black Lives Matter. And oh, the same yeah. people at the top of that foundation are living in four separate mansions somewhere in Malibu, just like the people at Black Lives Matter. That's why they're doing the commercial, man. Taxes are coming due. Yeah, they got to get some revenue, baby. <laughs> they got to pay them taxes, Need some baby. advertisements, man. Come on. The radio stuff isn't cutting it, folks. Nah, they're broke. They're, nobody's giving to that, I promise you. What, George Floyd Foundation, man? Come nobody's on. giving to that. How could they afford, dude, and I'm not kidding, this wasn't like a shabby fucking commercial, like, it was, like, deep, emotional, well-acted, like, you know, they went for it on it. I hope nobody donated. I gave him a hundred bucks, I couldn't help myself. I was so moved, (laughs) I was so moved, so emotional, I felt so strongly for this young man. How much do I gotta donate that to freely say the (laughs) N-word? Like, what's the, you know, you got to set up, like, you know, incentives. <laughs> that's a that's a tall order, man. I don't know. You might have donated a lot of money for that one. Like, I, you know, I donated $1,000. I get a card where I can say the N-word in the south side of Chicago. And if anybody has a problem, I just show them the card. And they're wow. Like, oh, oh. oh, he's a Floyd brother. <laughs> a, a Floyd fellow. A Floyd fella. Yeah, I've been a member yeah. since 2008, actually. That's right. I've actually been a longer than most of you brothers. <laughs> and I'm allowed to say that, because I'm a Floyd fella. <laughs> well, I could say the N-word, so I'm a Floyd, Floyd fella platinum. Oh, wow, man. That's get the platinum membership. That's right. Oh, with that membership, you get to do the blackface on Halloween, from what I understand. That's Oh, great. Oh, shit. No, that's the Justin Trudeau level. That's right. Tina Fey's also a member. I don't know if you're... <laughs> Poor Tina. Oh, man. She's, she's out, but she's not forgotten. Uh, we still love our Tina Fey. No doubt about it. She built a whole career on putting black men in dresses and white men in blackface, both of which are not allowed anymore. Yeah, you want? Do you think we'll go in like the opposite direction at some point? The pendulum swing, and it'll all that stuff to be offensive will be funny again. Yeah, probably. 
and maybe it'll even go like way over top. Like people will just be super in your face offensive. Yeah, no kids want to be like their parents. That's why I'm hoping the next generation bully the pussies in their class and go back to like fuck this like safe space shit. Yes, know? this is a maybe. Hopefully, we, we, we can need pray bullies for this. in the classrooms. Yeah, they make strong people, man. Absolutely, those bullies grow up to be our mechanics, and they push the nerds into being Bill Gates. That's right. You know? <laughs> Who grow up to create super viruses to kill those mechanics. It's, it's the circle of life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hakuna Matata. You know? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, with no bully, who would have tortured all those puppies that Fauci tortured, you know? <laughs> Had to get pushed into that field to create the virus. That would end mankind. <laughs> so true. So true. Oh, man. And with that, believe it or not, Mike, we are at that magical point in time. I'm not sure uh, if you are aware. Yeah, we have gone into the hour zone. Absolutely. Too many tangents. Tangent with Mike and Frank, no doubt. We never get through the clips. I still have rollover <laughs> clips from the last episode. We'll probably never get to them. No doubt about it. Uh, it's funny. That's how the news cycle works too. I mean, there was something from like a week ago I clipped. We never got to. It, there was a nuclear spill in Minnesota that they discovered. It was uh, potentially going to reach the Mississippi. Uh, it happened in November, and they announced it like three weeks, two weeks ago. Which means it already reached the Mississippi. Which so. means it's already in our water, people. Yeah, too late to do anything. <laughs> That's right. Well, Drink up. It's just going to hit that magical point in the Mississippi where it touches and mixes with whatever the fuck hit the stream water from uh, uh, East Palestine, <laughs> Ohio. It's going to yeah. form some sort of super sewage that'll just go right down the Mississippi and just you know destroy us all. Yeah.